0: So every time you learn something new and you want it to be best practices, go ahead and put it back into a
1: We interrupt this program to bring you this important message. Welcome to Marketing Interruption, a daily podcast powered by Blue Tusker that interrupts your day with marketing news, Tips and strategies from an entrepreneur who lives and breeds marketing. Now, let the interruption begin with your host, Andrew Math
0: Hello and welcome to episode number 62 of the Marketing Interruption. I am your host, Andrew Maftone. And so I am almost immediately after yesterday's episode got several questions about the project management system. So I figured I would do an entire episode kind of just touching on the project management system we use and how it can obviously be leveraged in e-commerce. So I had mentioned yesterday we use Asana and then we template a lot of stuff and everyone's like, well, what are you templating? What is it you have set up? How have you set it up? Asana, if you don't know, is, he was, fuck, I can't remember. Some kind of executive. So the owner, the guy who runs Asana, which by the way, they're going to IPO soon and I highly suggest everyone hops on that because there's not a lot of other project management softwares out there that are going to IPO anytime soon. But there is... A, the guy who runs it, he was inside Facebook, and he created Asana specifically for Facebook, and then he left Facebook to actually grow Asana himself. How he was able to do that without getting sued for whatever reasons is beyond me, but whatever. So, we have, I think it's like thirty some odd projects. Where essentially the way that we've set it up, the the worst part and the best part about Asana is that it is so customizable that it's garbage in garbage out. So if someone doesn't use it correctly, it fucks everything up. So you have to have procedures on how to do stuff. So it means you basically have to idiot proof everything. But what we do is I have a project for every type of strategy for the most part. So we have uh, if we bring on a new client, I have one for Google Ads, I have one for Bing, I have one for AdRoll, I have Facebook, I have LinkedIn and Twitter and TikTok, and then I have email newsletters and we have automated emails and we have web design and web development, uh, Amazon listings, and A-plus content, uh, Amazon ads, of course, um, blogging, content creation, YouTube, uh, admin stuff um social management here i'm sitting next to it i will literally just read every single one of these so all my a plus content amazon ads amazon emails amazon listing optimization, amazon storefront amazon uh, auto emails that one i did bing blog branding uh campaigns case studies that's not chatbots ebay ads which i don't even know why we need one for that because they're stupid Email newsletters, Google ads, HubSpot stuff, product imagery, SEO, social ads, social management, uh, website development, website design, website audits. Some of that stuff is more agency related. But basically what we did is we created a project for each of these things. And then there's like, it's gotta be like 50 some odd tasks in everything. And every time... I read an ebook or I read an article or some platform changes their stuff or whatever. I go into that template and I adjust it based on what I know we need to do now. So when Google updated their uh, algorithm over the summer where they catered a lot more towards page speed and a lot more towards uh, UX stuff, we were kind of already checking that stuff. We were doing a lot there, but what I, I added a little bit more on an article that I had read about some good ideas, especially the WebP uh, images, which if you don't know what that is, go back a few episodes. I talk about it there. Um, but I went into this template and I basically added new tasks in there of like check that all the images are this, uh, do minify CSS, um, uh, obviously check out all tags and blah, blah, blah. There was a ton of extra crap. There was like, you know what? Let, let's just clean that out and. So I adjusted there, or when um, Facebook recently stopped caring about having twenty percent text in their images. Again, didn't really change too much for us because I don't really like to do that. But we did have a note in there that said, "Do not under any circumstances use text more than twenty percent text in an image." I took that out and said, "Try not to." So basically, it's a—it's now I'm taking all of my knowledge, my team is taking all of their knowledge and stuff that they learn, and every time we learn something, we go, back to the project and we just adjust the tasks accordingly. So whenever it gets replicated for the next client that comes in, now all of a sudden, it's very simple and they have the newest best practices that we know fit. Then that's where Process Street and all that stuff ties into. And if you missed yesterday's episode, go listen to that. So with e-commerce sellers, this is very, very simple, especially for the stupid repetitive stuff. And to me, most of that comes down to support tickets, uh, new listings, so new product launches, that stuff most of the time is very straightforward. So do this for keyword research, then do this for the Amazon listing do this for the product listing on the website and do this for eBay and this for Wayfair and then launch this ad and blah, blah, blah. Like all that stuff can basically be templated. And then once you launch that next product line, you go, okay, next time we got to remember to do this. And then after you kind of narrow it down, what we ended up doing is we kind of got it to most of it was really high level. So like first make the image, then make this, then make that. Then we got real deep, like then make the image. It would, then it basically turned into make the image. Don't have the image with this, use this, use this and it was notes. So then it got even deeper and deeper and deeper where now it's just even the most minuscule thing of how to make a, a banner on a blog There's got to be like 12 or 15 best practices that we have for that kind of stuff now, where we just go back and we are always constantly learning. And the the worst part about if someone on your team learns something new, they should be sharing it with the rest of the team. But that's just not always the case because sometimes they might just go, oh, that's interesting. But that's it. And they don't throw it into Slack or they don't throw it into an email or whatever it is that you're using. So now what we do is we go, if you've learned something and it's something that you go, I got to remember to do that. If it's not in Asana, you didn't learn it. Because that means that no one else in this office is learning it. So every time you learn something new and you want it to be best practices, go ahead and put it back into Asana. And everyone, one issue that we've actually had, which I'm now getting onto a bit of a rant here, but has turned into a good issue because you eventually learn how to get through this hurdle is that you've scaled the process so much and written out the process and put the SOPs in place to a point where... We've even had employees in the past start getting worried that the more information that they put into Asana on stuff that they do and stuff that they know makes them obsolete. If you are bringing in someone in-house, they're not obsolete. They are a high-level, well-educated, very smart person who fits your culture perfectly. If they can make themselves completely useless and sit in the office, that means that I can have them spending their entire time researching all new things. What's new? What's something else we should be doing? What's something that we're already doing that we should be doing better? I don't want them actually doing the work. I want it outsourced. And that's where Asana and things like Process Street come into place. I'm going to stop because I'm getting on a rant. So if you have any questions about this, shoot me an email, marketinginterruption at bluetusker.com. And uh, per usual, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, all that fun stuff. But I will talk to you all tomorrow.
1: Thank you for joining us for today's Marketing Interruption. Make sure to rate, review and subscribe to the show. And don't forget to email marketinginterruption at bluetusker.com with any marketing questions you'd like to have answered on the show. And head over to marketinginterruption.blutusker.com to catch up on past episodes. Until next time. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming.